Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to episode number 46 of the Heal Your Hold podcast with myself, Norma Sheen, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good scene too. Last week we discussed death doulas and we spoke to an actual death doula um, or an end of life coach called Ruth McGill. And if you want to see her website, it's theholdingspace.ie. She, um, beautiful woman, she is, yeah, anything death, death, death related. No, she doesn't deal with uh, deaths, although she is a she is an actor as well, so she probably has a few deaths. But uh, no, she'll deal with anything in the end of life area. This week we are going to have crack. It's called Crack Hole, episode number 46. And we're going to speak to Laura Omani. When I just kind of sat back, closed my eyes and thought of crack, she was the first thing that came into my head. (laughs) She's the funniest woman in Cork. She's on Red FM every morning with Ray Foley. Um, I met her on Bridget Neyman, the RTE series, which also went on UK Gold. So we had a good time on that. And she's on Instagram. If you want to follow someone funny on Instagram, go and pause this now and go and follow her and come back to me. She's Laura Omani, but it's Laura Lols Lots. So L-A-U-R-A-L-O-L-S-L-O-T-S. Laura Lols Lots is how you'll find her on Instagram. And it's well worth listening. She's or a, a watch or a, anyway, she does everything. She's her stories are brilliant. She'll take you for a walk some days or even if you've got little babies, she might even read them a story at bedtime, but in a funny way. OK, so I texted her a while ago I didn't tell her about the podcast but I texted her to ask her were her kids gone to bed and she said yeah why and so she'll know there's something up but I'm going to ring her and see will she get involved sure if she doesn't I'll ring someone else funny from Cork but she is the funniest okay it's ringing Hello, Norma Sheehan. Hello, Laura. Um, Hello. Would you mind taking a call for a podcast? Oh, okay, Norma. Cheekers, go on. Hello. Yeah, you're on live. You're recording. You're not live, but you're recording. So don't say fuck or bugger. Okay, I fucking won't, Norma. <laughs> you're a disgrace, ringing me. I'll go on. What's going on? Well, I, how are you? I'm very good, but I'm doing um, I'm doing a podcast this week. I've decided to do because I'm actually, I think I'm bordering on depressed. So I've decided to do oh, crack hole, right? And you're right. the most cracky person I could think. No, no, sorry, not crack hole like your actual asshole. I mean like crack like fun. So it's it's okay. no, yeah. So I thought of you when I thought of 
having the crack hole. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. God. Because so, the pressure is on. So yeah. So, so I have to be crack me. All right. Okay. Yeah. So could you just okay? When I say go, just have some crack. Ready, steady. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I, I'll e- I'll ease you in gently. Um, okay. I'm a healer of holes, right? So, <laughs> are there any orifices in your body that I could heal? You know, from a distance through my. Oh, from a- yeah. From a distance now, Norma, I, I, I would much prefer if you were kind of next to me for the kind of hands-on approach to healing. Yeah. Um, because I'm always worried about all the holes in my body. I spend my whole life poking at myself going, there's a hole there now. There's something wrong there now. <laughs> so I could do. I could do with some sort of kind of physician. Do you have medical background at all? Have like do, have you damage in any holes from the babies, or are they all alright? Oh well, you see, well, you see, my babies were plucked out of what I like to call my kangaroo pouch, yes. so my babies did not exit uh, through my hole. So my hole is quite intact, except for a couple of what I'd call lockdown piles. <laughs> lockdown piles? They're very common, apparently. Do you know what it is, Nora? It's from trying to hide and get a break. So what ends up happening to me is I'm like, I'll just pop in there into the bathroom just for, to go to the toilet or whatever. But then I end up staying in there for ages because I can hear the kids downstairs fussing. And if my husband is there to kind of keep an eye on them, I'm like, I'll just stay here a bit longer. So I end up sitting on the toilet longer than I need to. And then my pilots decide to to make an appearance. (laughs) No, you can't do that. I mean, my mother told me that at a very young age. That, oh, really? Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Oh. Because well, what I get, I get pins and needles in my thighs, and there's pressure on the a hole, so the the piles do come from sitting on the toilet. Oh my god! Because I could be in there forty minutes just scrolling down my phone, now, and I could go down a scroll yeah. hole, and I could just be sitting there, and and I definitely noticed like there has been troubles in that area of late. Okay. Well, pull up your pants and sit on the lid. Okay, and that would be fine then. Would I not get a cold off the off the cold of the lid though? Should bring in a cushion with you or a hot water bottle. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they'll be on to me. If they see mammy going in now with a cushion and a hot water bottle, they'll be like, There's some crack to be had now inside in that bathroom. Did you take the iron tablet Galfer when you were pregnant? The the black yes. bullet? Yes, I did. I took it for the first uh for the first two weeks and uh, I had to stop because it was making me sick. Okay, you're lucky you stopped because I had an older sister who took me aside and she said, you're having twins. They're going to force you to make this, you have this galfer stuff. They're these bullets. They're going to make you shite coal. You, by the time the baby comes, you'll be shiting briquettes and you'll have piles and, and, and hemorrhoids or is what it, for the rest of your life. So I didn't. I went and got a, a liquidy form instead. And I, I have to say, you know, I have a lovely ass. Well, I took the bullets, right? And then they did make me have um, some sort of black concoction come out of my bottom. And I went, I was very green. So I went on to the um, pregnancy forums and I was like, black stools, any advice? Um, And I think they thought that I was talking about interior design tips because they were like, you could paint them. You could paint them a nice white, get a kind of a chalk paint. I was like, no, I'm having black stools. I thought there was something severely wrong with me nobody told me that that's what iron does yeah it does be vigilant ladies and gents yeah don't be touching the stuff get a natural one I actually ended up with a hernia in my belly button so I have a I have a belly button hole problem a bit of my gut is still hanging out through my belly button from when I was pregnant with the twins and I, no one's popped it I could pop it back in with keyhole but it's just there I can I can touch this bit of my intestines that's just 
peeping out the old and oh, jeepers, yeah. Norman, I've seen you I've seen you up close and I never noticed it <laughs> well you'd notice it now because I have changed over Covid I have now breasts that would compete with your own I <laughs> yeah I, I, I challenge you to a duel I have a new twin set that matches my Covid ass I'm I'm loving the tits but I, I, I to be fair the ass is awful weight carrying it around I I, I prefer if it was just the tits now to be honest <laughs> I hate the way that you casually call them tits. It's so, it's just so casual. It comes so easy to you. Yeah. Um, I couldn't imagine you now with the zongas, to be honest. Like I did, I did um, a, a body aerobic class, thirty minutes sweaty one, right? But I had to wear right. two bras. Now that wouldn't be me. Now people with big tits would say, done, no, 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 no. my little perkins. No, 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 no. As no, no. there was a midwife once said to me, I said, um, she, I said she was checking me for something else. And I said, you never have a grope there and see is there any lumps. And she said, yeah, take off your top. And she turns around and she goes, oh, sure, God, love us. This isn't going to take long. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What a thing to say. Where's my poor fella being underneath going, gee, because Almighty will never get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you do have lovely titties. And what do you, um, you've been doing a lot of walking. I have. I've been doing a lot of walking, though I was injured there for two weeks. I quite fancied myself being injured. I was like, oh, I have a desperate injury. Now I can't go walking. Yeah, I'm after getting into the walking. 10,000 steps, right? Which at the weekend is very hard because I've done nothing. So I'm starting from zero. So I have to get the 10,000 all in one go. It's a bit easier during the week when you've been kind of running around the house a bit as well. But I, what, what dawned on me is that I was getting hardly any steps for about the past six years. I thought I was getting loads. I was like, should I be been around upstairs, downstairs, I must be getting at least 15,000. You're actually not. No. But I just thought I need to do something just for, it, it's not really for like, mm. you know, weight loss or figure or anything. It's more just to go out, listen to a podcast. I've occasionally listened to your own podcast, Norma. But it's, 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 for, uh, it's for sanity and it's so that you don't die at 65. Like, well, this is it, and it's just like I really am not a fresh air person. I'm not outdoorsy. <laughs> I love like being inside with a blanket and a glass of wine and all those things. And I really ha- thought I have to force myself to get outside now and do some walking because otherwise, like I know I'm not a gym person. Yeah. Like if a personal trainer now started shouting at me, I'd just go home. I'd be like, you know, my friend, oh, can shut up about your squat because I'm leaving. I just know that I don't have the temperament for that kind of. Walk one-on-one. I know I don't have the temperament for a class. Yeah. The best thing I can do is just walk straight out my door. But the other day I thought I could start running. I just ran out the door. (laughs) Oh yeah, then you stopped. I I saw on your Instagram the other day you passed the Everyman and it brought a little, it brought a little tear to my eye because I've told the listeners already that you're, you know, this, any, for anyone living under a rock who doesn't know of you, you're, you know, Cork's best comedian. But you had, Uh, you had the Everyman Palace sold out. I don't know, was it 600 seats you'd sold out? For March last year? Uh, the 600 gone I'd say there was about 10 left uh, but they would have gone surely somebody would have bought them yeah for the 14th of March like around this time last year now I was all going for it and then the week leading up to it I was petrified that it would go ahead because I was so worried that my audience would turn up and that somebody would get sick or that whatever I was crying on the phone to my mother I'd say on the Wednesday before yeah. lockdown actually it was the day lockdown was announced I was bawling crying to my mom going oh my god I hope they cancel it because I just can't go I just can't do it yeah. uh, and then they did cancel it and to be honest Norma I wasn't ready 
Okay, okay. Oh my God, I didn't like I had to pull together a show, but it wasn't. You would have, and and, you know what? You've never bored the face off anyone. So even if you got up and did a full frontal, it would have been great. You know what I mean? Oh, I I might have had to resort to (laughs) I just wasn't ready. But then, like when we pushed the date on, I was like, we pushed on to July first of all, and we were like, oh yeah, by July, like we'll definitely we'll be back in action. And it just the date just keeps getting pushed out and pushed out, and it's just like I kind of don't know will it ever happen. Now, have (laughs) people asked for refunds, or is everybody? Being leaving their money there. Is there any? Well, they may have asked the every member. They haven't asked me. They know better now right. than to ask me. I'd yeah, be like, yeah. hold on, short tickets. Now we'll do it sometime. But it needs to be scheduled for September. I'd say we're okay. probably being a bit optimistic. But I'd nearly like to just do it on the fourteenth of March next year. So like two yeah, years on from I know when what I was meant to do. And it still won't be ready, Norma. I'll still be doing it the day before. <laughs> oh no, Jesus Christ! What will I put in here? Like I, I, I've said to a few comedians, I'm like, I'm going to write a full hour and stand up now in lockdown. And sure, I've no no. I'll be doing the same old material I've been doing for years. But come here, you you create more material. Like I I follow you on Instagram, right? And um, you're just you're just like the crack hole that is you right um, you're so feckin' funny like it was something today about sorry what's your husband's name again because I've never met him Shane Shane O'Mahony poor like how does he put up with you <laughs> well I get that a lot now that's a pain in my hole I get that a lot people saying gee because you know Shane like he's a saint or whatever this that the other but is he an asshole is he an asshole under it all then is no, he no he is do you know what he is Norma yeah. is he's always in the same mood okay. he is always in the same happy go lucky kind of mood yeah. and the thing about him is you can't it's impossible to fight with him because okay. he's always in the same mood so he's a bit he's he a bit like um, 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 even keel uh, Buddhist kind Very. of thing yeah. Exactly what I need. Totally even yeah, keel. Okay, even different doesn't to get head up about it. Because you did a thing on today um, of him sowing seeds out the back or another day he was cutting a twig and you gave a running yeah. commentary. I swear to God, it's brilliant. Because... And your kids, right? There's Alfie and yeah. um, I'm after forgetting the girls. Polly. 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 See, I could I could pretend to care, but I don't care about other people's children. I'll be honest. I know neither do I. And when you like, no, I care yeah, vaguely about your twins. Vaguely, but if I when I when you started putting up your kids, right? I tried. Yeah. I can't tell you how much I tried to hate them, right? But they are adorable. <laughs> like no, no, honestly, because yeah. like it's like, do you know? I don't really drink that much anymore, and I never go like even before COVID. I, yeah. I'd hate listening to people about their great fucking nights out because I wasn't getting out. So yeah. I, I also feel when I hear about people's babies, I'm half allergic because I've been there, done that and been traumatised. But your two are adorable. I mean, yeah. adorable. Like they've definitely got... They are- they're very cute like as in they they, they really are top notch I find I yeah. was doing a thing recently I was talking to a, a child psychologist fellow about something else and uh, he was saying you know that everyone thinks that their child is special and really you know not everyone's child can be special because then nobody would be special and the whole time while he was talking to me I was like yeah but my two are special though <laughs> I was like you could say that but my two actually are uh, they're great crack like I think that like we've been around you know I got to mind them their whole yeah. lives they didn't yeah. they didn't go anywhere until they went to crash or play school in school so I feel like Polly in particular she's, she's going to be turning six in a couple of weeks she's like having a little mini adult around with you she's yeah really but comforting. that I mean to be fair like I mean another person would say it could be damaging to spend some so, so much time with someone like <laughs> you true um, yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> well, we have to we have to wait and see will the damage yeah. come to the fore in a couple of years time the own, I mean you are blessed that Shane is, is the other end of the shtick you know like yeah, yes I, I do think like 
you know, uh, uh, like, like you are crack hole. You are crack hole. <laughs> And I, I don't get when to. When you say it, Norma, it's not clear that it's a compliment. <laughs> no, you like, like you've, you've, you've no. I adore you because you've no filter, but you're not yeah. mean. You've none of your comedy is mean, and no. but you're just you've, you've no um, you've you you've no bullshit. You've no layers. You've no lies. There's nothing yeah. fake. You you just I don't know. I can see it in most other comedians. This kind of level of that's just put on or that's there's there's nothing about that with you or is it just from being from Cork that would get bit out of you <laughs> big dirty Cork isn't it? no do you know what it is is I've no I think I've no interest in being fake like we'd say I did drama and TV studies in college right and there was an awful lot of bollocks going along with that there was an awful lot of like oh yeah that's so interesting the way that you're standing there that there was so much of that and I was very good at kind of faking that but I actually think it exhausted it drained the life out of me so I couldn't fake an emotion or a yeah. joke now if you paid me because I spent three years uh, in, in drama being where was that by people that was in UCC and like it was you know it was fine but it was Jesus Norma it wasn't the drama I was used to yeah. like I was a, I was practically a Billy Barry the court oh, version oh, of oh. a Billy Barry yeah sure me too I was I was a Montfort and I did a bit in the school of music and oh, then, were you? but then I landed in in can you imagine imagine me now right Imagine me out in Rada for three years. Like the amount of times I stormed out of rooms and fucking smashed things and went to the toilet and pretended to have constipation and didn't come back because they were all doing the deep enchanted forest. And there was some fella just running running around gyrating his mickey up against me because we had to to pretend we were in the dark and all this. I was just like, this this isn't... And then, oh my God, like spending an hour or two hours talking about being in the moment. I'm like, you just... One day I just lost. I said, where I'm from? You get up and you say the lines and, and, and you entertain people and you make sure they have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Totally, 100%, because we, like, I... I didn't, the first day, the first lecture, it was like, okay, guys, we're going to walk the space, right? I'm like, I just don't want to walk the space, meant, but everyone else seemed to know, shoes are off, suddenly everyone's kind of gliding around the space and just kind of feeling their bodies. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? Where is the script? Like, I had been Miss Hannigan and Annie, I had been Nancy and Oliver, I was essentially musical, theatre, all glitz and glamour, and then I'm suddenly inside in this, and like, it wasn't without its moments of like, okay, this is all right, but moments of it. Like, if I read back over old essays, I was just spouting shite coming out of me and caring about, like, our final year project, oh my God, our final year project, we thought 
that we were badly, badly underscored, right? We got very bad results. We were disgusted. We demanded a meeting with the lecturers and all of this, right? But now you look back on it, our FYP, our final year project was a heap of shite. We were lucky to get what we did. We did all this like slow moving, Suzuki walking, uh, applying lipstick, silent screaming. We thought we were like so innovative. When I look back at it, I nearly have a worry pain from the fact that we summoned our lecturers to explain them <laughs> like you, you would have got a hundred percent if you'd just been yourself. Uh, this is it, you see, and I suppose that's part of why. Like, I feel like it was. It did kind of shape me in a way yeah. because I was so. Uh, I, I, like I couldn't go back now we had mature students in our year that were around my age now I don't know how they didn't lose themselves on a daily basis and just go this is crazy because some of it was just such nonsense and I think what saved me is I kept doing a drama outside of the course yeah but in a way though it made me who I am because uh, I, have an, uh, I just can't tolerate any bollocks yeah. now anymore. I'm just like, no, it's bollocks. There, there, was, there was one lad in our class and sure, God love us, you'd pick him out as the fella that might be going nowhere because he, he <laughs> couldn't walk straight and he had a real yeah. geezer accent on him. They couldn't they couldn't straighten him out, basically. Well, right. he's the one, Danny Mays, who's gone on to be in literally, I mean, he hasn't stopped working since he's been in every Netflix, uh, BBC, yeah. um, Oscar films. Unbelievable. And I remember as well, the first day, the first day at, at uh, drama school, they, they, we were asked, where do we see ourselves in 10 years? And they all yeah. mentioned places I'd never heard of, you know, various oh. globes and stuff. And I, I yeah. said, well, I said, I saw Madonna in a movie called Avita. And I love singing and I'd love in 10 years to be like Madonna in Evita, not realising this was not a musical theatre course. And secondly, (laughs) Madonna was apparently shite in Evita, like this was not to be the dream but uh, oh right okay very innocent well I remember a fella in my year turning around to me and saying you actually do plays and I was like <laughs> I was in some play at the time and I was like I, I do yeah like we're all in German theatre studies I thought that was kind of the common goal and he was like oh no I don't want to be an actor at all I was like well what are you doing here what are you doing here I don't understand but like ours wasn't specifically for acting it was quite academic and like the academic side suited me but the acting like jeez almighty we did a play in second year the public and I was the lead character Norma and to this day I couldn't tell you what it was about I couldn't tell you what it was about (laughs) there was two naked people in it I don't know why they were there it was a walk around the theatre uh, you know one of these site specific where the audience moved and oh, I said to my mother my poor mother came to see it I said ma'am whatever you do don't stand over by the plinth that's on the floor don't stand over there in the middle of the thing anyway I looked up and my mum is standing over by the plinth just oh, as one of the actors is totally naked writhing oh, on the plinth and I'm just like oh my god and I'm saying lines that I don't understand and I still don't understand that play <laughs> and our lecturer at the end of it all said to us yeah yeah you know very good very good um, but everything I do is a draft and I'm like everything you do is a draft you've just put us through like weeks of rehearsals and an absolutely awful play and you're telling me it was a draft I was just like ah so I think that has uh, I, but I don't understand the whole nudity especially in drama school like I, I, I actually nudity in theatre I mean I, I've never seen a play 
where there should have been nudity in it. I just, I, I, I'm afraid to name, I won't name the place because people will know who I'm knocking now. But like, I have been, you know, watching stuff going, this is all right, I'm half into this. And the yeah. next thing, there's some weirdo naked running across the stage, I don't even know why. Or there's someone yeah. having a breakdown and they rip their clothes off. And I'm going, well, well to be honest, your acting wasn't up to that. You, you, your performance wasn't at a stage where you would have ripped your clothes off. Or Yes, yeah. You're just, you're, I, I, anyway, whatever. Um, particularly in drama, in drama school. Oh, like, fuck's no sake, you're not even being paid. Yeah, but there's also a feeling of like, if this character doesn't get naked, then I might not get my marks that I want to get. Now, I didn't get naked. I, didn't, I was actually, my character in the play was wearing more layers than humanly possible. I was very layered up. I was like, oh, that's the character for me, the one wearing all the clothes. But like, it was awful. And I was an innocent normal. I was so innocent. Like, this yeah. is me when I was 19. I hadn't slept with anyone. I hadn't seen. I remember turning around to my friend the first day or man was naked and I turned around to my best friend Laura also Laura and I said to her Laura she's from Clare I said to her Laura it looks like he has two willies and she looked into my face and she went Laura they're his balls oh my god I was that innocent I was so innocent I was simple a simple person oh that's so funny and I'm not sure about you but I I'm mid 40s and no one ever has ever asked me to to show any flesh yet so I'd say I'm going to get away with it I know me me neither. The, the most I've been asked to do is roll up a sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Come here. Um, so, have you any tips for people anyway? Because, like, you're very good at rising above the misery. Um, yeah. Do you have one or two tips for people out there? Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> we're very low, like. my I'm a big fan of picking a moment when you need to cry, right? Okay. And, because uh, I do, I do have my, shall I tell you, I have my moments. But uh, I pick a moment and pick an area. So I'm a big fan of the cold floor in my utility room because I can kind of close the door out. There isn't much of interest in there for the kids. I can sit down onto the floor and I can go for it. But I usually need to have it built up. So I would suggest watching something very, very sad <laughs> or listen to very sad music just to get you okay. in the zone. And then let it all out. Okay. Leave it all there on the floor of the utility room. And then you, you kind of emerge from the utility room, then reformed. And if you don't have a utility room, you can use your car, you can use a shed or yeah. just, uh, you know, an under the stairs cupboard, whatever yeah. you need to do. But like, uh, it's important to let it out. And sometimes it needs a little push. So during the week there, I was watching It's a Sin, which is amazing, but yeah. it's devastating. But I knew I needed to cry. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to fully immerse in this now. I'm going to be with all the characters and I'm going to totally. And I bawled my eyes out and I felt much better then afterwards because I had it done. It was building up. Okay. So don't let it build up if at all possible. Okay, you find, you are definitely right because I had an acupuncture woman once and I, I get very um, mopey, um, we'll say three days before the period. And and she right, said, yeah. she said, it is a gift. Your, your, your PMT is a gift. You store anger in your liver all month. And then just right. before your menstruation or menstrual cycle, whatever menstruation, you, you release that anger. It is a gift, this day of crying before your thingy. So you, you just, you obviously even get it out before that, that, that. Well, and I, that's interesting now because I often do use PMT as well to, um, if there's a fight brewing with Shane, mm. if something has bugged me, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to throw it all into this PMT section of the yeah, month. Yeah. Because I, if I go too far, I can always fall back on, oh, sorry about that, the old period was due. <laughs> 
but it's a great way of sorting stuff out as well. So mm. I throw it all in there. So anything that's annoyed me in the month into that little section and it goes. Um, Come here, Laura, yeah, actually, my, my, my husband has um, like this, this three young girls now, but like in a year, like in say a year or two or three years time, he's going yeah. to be living with four women with periods. Although <laughs> I might be out the other side. I might be going out the other side. I remember one time Shane turned around to me. I was on a particularly bad period. And he said to me, we might think about taking evening primrose oil next month, would we? (laughs) (laughs) That shake of him. And of course, I was like, what do you mean? I'm so lovely. Why are you saying this to me? Yeah, it's a rough one to see. And like, we... (sighs) Shane is lovely. He's lovely. He is lovely. I think you'd love him. Um, he, we've all this of stuff going on in a pandemic as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in... Yeah, I know it's oh, ridiculous. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Take your handy on yourself. I'm going to finish up with a quiz. Um, it's called Pick, oh, Pick Your Hole. And um, the listeners can can um, the listeners can try and beat you. Um, so okay. we we never know if they beat you. You're you're the winner already. But um, <laughs> yes, great. so I'm going to ask you ten questions, and you have to answer as quick as you're as quick as you're possible, as quick as possible. Okay. The type of hole. So, um, for example, um, oh no, I, do you know this is an easy one? So I won't give you the example. I'll just give it to okay. you. Right. What type of a hole do you stick a key in? A keyhole. Oh, look at you. One out of one. <laughs> what type of a hole do you stick a suppository in? Your arsehole. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Um, what type of a hole do you put AirPods in? Your ear holes. Ah, oh, look at you. You're doing very well. I'm very good. I'm very good, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what type of a hole do you put a coffin in? Oh, a hole in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Is grave hole a, a thing? A grave hole? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Hole in the ground. Sure. Hole in the ground is, is yeah, you got a hole in there. Um, what does, what would a golfer dream of? Oh, a hole in one. Ah, oh, Jesus, I didn't think you'd get that one. You're really Perfect. good at this. See, you are smart. You. you did the no, academic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you call a place that's kind of a dive or a kip that you'd never want to live in? A hole. <laughs> Hole, no? It is just a hole. I was going to say a shithole, but it is just a hole is better. Um, what do you call most of the people on social media that you just, that annoy you? Boreholes. Boreholes. That's even better than the answer I've here. I think we've done, uh, did I do, where do you stick a catheter? Did we do that one? <laughs> is that up your front hole? <laughs> I, I think it goes, in, yeah, you had, the, you had the sunroof babies. You definitely had a catheter stuck in for a few. I did have a catheter. And I turned around to Shane and I said to him, Shane, I haven't weed in days. He was like, you have a bag. <laughs> Can I tell you one quick thing about a suppository as well? Why did you bring this out to me, Norma? I'm much more, like, I'm uncouth on like. this podcast. It was much more normal in other podcasts. Um, when I got my wisdom teeth out, I got all four of them out at the same time, right? And uh, obviously you've desperate pain in your mouth, so you can't take a normal painkiller. That way you have to take it oh, in the suppository way. And uh, oh, I had I had been I'd been in recovery for ages because my blood pressure kept dipping, and this beautiful doctor had been talking to me, and I was flirting, going, "Oh, oh doctor, how I love to see, not realizing that it's all congealed blood all over my face and stuff." Right? So then we were up in the ward, myself, and my mum, and this nurse came in and said, "We're going to have to give a suppository." And I said to mum, "I said I don't know." I said, "What's a suppository?" I was still slightly out of it, and I was like, "Oh, they'll just pop it into your bum, Laura." 
I announced to the whole board, tell her I've a very hairy arse. <laughs> and mom was like, Laura, shit, shit, oh my God. And the poor woman up, she popped and she was so quick, she didn't even notice how hairy it was. <laughs> my God. Thank you. Too much information. Well, you, 1985. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting awful images in my head, but you've, you were hair on your head. And I can say yes. this because I had hair like that when I was a teenager and my nickname was Pubehead. But you've quite pubic <laughs> hair on your head, don't you? So oh, thank you. I yes, can, I do, uh, yes. Is your arsehole <laughs> hair straight then or is it just mad pubic? Well, I don't know, Norma, because I can't really see it. It's just a little tuft. I'll ask yeah. Shane. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and, and I I, I certainly I'm, I missed the memo on you're meant to groom yourself before you go in to have a baby in Hollis Street I never that never oh. no you're meant to you're meant to go in like a baby's bottom to have your baby oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that but with the section somebody comes along and does a little bit of something oh well they wouldn't they wouldn't have to they wouldn't have to if you'd they shouldn't be shaved no you should have gone in somebody shaved me <laughs> Me. Yeah, you know you were fierce. You were fierce, Harry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, um, I'm going to on that note because I think you've actually livened my day, and I'm having a bit of crack, which I'm surprised with on this Monday night. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to cut it short because I don't like to keep um to keep my audience more than half an hour, and I was only going to ring you and take up two minutes of your time, and I've taken up a bit more. Um, but thank you for for talking to me. Laura. Pleasure, pleasure. I deny everything I said. <laughs> and and by the way, can I? I might just ring you every night now for the rest of COVID, the next six months, Two, and pretend yeah. I'm doing a some other type of podcast. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. I'll make sure not to answer from now on. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll be blocked. Fuck. Yeah. All right, girls. All right, darling. Talk to you soon. I told you she was funny, didn't I? Didn't I tell you, like? So she's on Red FM in the mornings. She's Laura Lols Lots on Instagram. She does stand up. Um, she's on the telly. Yeah, she's wonderful. So uh, I might rob her again and shove her on. Um, OK, so if you enjoyed the episode, which if you didn't, there's something wrong with you. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, send it on to somebody. If you didn't enjoy the episode, as I said, there's something wrong with you, but shut your hole. And uh, yeah, subscribe, like, share, follow. You're, I don't get all that shit, but it, it helps me anyway. So do it, do it. Thank you very much. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.